From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hour number two, Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us out here on this beautiful Saturday morning. We are out at Fishhawk Sporting Clays for the uh, Trinity Sportsman's Ministries yearly shoot that they do every single year. The guys are all lining up there at registration right now, getting ready to get out there and start slinging some some uh, shot at unedible flying objects. And so it ought to be great fun, and everybody's going to have a good time. Only about 150-so people out here, which is about perfect. I mean, that there'll be fast rotations. Guys will be done. They'll be out here eating lunch, and then they can finish up for the rest of the day. But uh, we have a lot of giveaways, and we always invite you to come on out and buy some tickets, get in the raffles, that kind of thing like that, so that you can get some fabulous prizes and get out of here and get on your way after you with a full belly. And uh, to speak about such fire sticks that were brought out, our good friend Dylan, said Dylan Glisson from G5 Feeding Outdoors, he's uh, come out here today. Are you going to shoot on my team or not? I don't know, Braden. We've got to figure that really? out. I don't I know. I haven't been officially asked. Wait, I've been no. told to be prepared and now you're uh, be sit, ready to go, but you're gonna, haven't been called to the plate yet. You're going yep. to sit here and tell our 2.7 million listeners that you're going to turn down an opportunity to be on the Big and Wild Outdoors shooting team hey. and, and show the world that you can actually shoot? Carlos brought his bikini. There you go. <laughs> No, so, I'm ready. Let's go shoot, man. You yes, don't have uh, a, you I, bring I a shotgun? I, I did not, unfortunately. I was telling Bill George this morning that my uh, my brother's headed to the woods, and uh, I guess I don't know if he's going to go uh, mess around with some clays out there at the pasture as well or what, but I woke up to uh, an empty safe this morning. So so you're saying the, uh, that Cody stole your firearms if and you, is out now? On his family, I guess if it's considered stole, yes, he did. <laughs> well, your brother but, can no. steal your crud. Don't, yeah. uh, don't think he can't. <laughs> Trust me, I got two of them. Uh, uh, somehow or another, my brother ended up he with He woke the, up first. With the Winchester, right. uh, with my uh, Winchester uh, Model 94. How did he get it? I, 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 he, he has you it now. You can't get them out of bed for anything else, but when it comes to hunting, fishing, or something like that, and they need to get the equipment first, they're usually the first ones up every morning. Sure. Wow. Yeah, I got to get it. Now, for uh, those uh, who may want to come out and maybe win a firearm, what did you bring out here to just give away? Well, we got uh, we got a some really good giveaways. Uh, um, you know, Trinity was uh, graciously enough to get us involved and let us uh, bring some firearms out here. And uh, um, uh, we got four firearms we're going to be raffling off here in a little bit. Two shotguns, uh, two really good shotguns, I should say. Um, one of those is the uh, Beretta A300 Outlander. Um, it's that Sport and Clay edition. It's a sweet setup. And then uh, I don't know if you're familiar with TriStar, but we got a TriStar TT15 uh, sporting model over there, which is actually basically it's still owned by Beretta. Yeah, it uses I mean, their same gas system and everything. Exactly, and I, I encourage anybody if you if you haven't seen uh, a TriStar or put your hands on a TriStar, you need you need you need to because they are really good quality guns for a really great price. And, yeah, um, they are. And unless, and unless you're really particular and all that, when you pick it up, you probably think you're holding a Beretta. You oh, it, it I looks. I think that's uh, one of the comments I got over there when yeah. I first broke it out and put it on the table. Looks just like it. I mean, the only thing that's different is it's made over in the Turkish uh, factory over there. I guarantee you this much. It's easier to dismantle and put back together than it is the new Browning. 
I, I would that thing is a nightmare. That thing is a nightmare. But I don't what? know who uh, who designed that. Why well, are I don't you know. taking them apart? Uh, when they come from the factory, they're all part. You know, you got to put them all together. Uh, it's a nightmare. Over nightmare. over and unders come. You take them. Those apart, are easy. You have a nice. You know, those are case. easy. Well, yeah. So but we got those uh, those two shotguns. Like I said, those are those are very very good shotguns. And the other two guns are probably. Uh, in that little entourage right now of some of the hardest guns to, to get your hands on. Uh, we got the uh, the Kel-Tec Sub 2K1000 and a 9mm platform. Um, and then we got your Glock 44, uh, the 22 long rifle that came out not too uh, too long ago. That a lot um, of people want to get because the ammo's cheap and uh, you can go out and plinkety-plinky. And if, uh, you know, it's scary enough looking, it's the same size as a 19. So yeah. you don't know. It's making fire out of the end and it's shooting stuff at me. It's, I, a, 20, it's a 22. It is 22. a 22. Ten it round. Is. It's, same, it's the same setup as a 19, I believe. Yeah, it is. Um, same size, same how, dimensions. How, how much stuff has met its demise with a 22? A lot. Oh, that's that's the question. So uh, I don't think a there's a, uh, a country boy out there or anybody that's grown up around guns that can't say uh, they've shot a 500-round box of 22 long rifle, you know, th- through the gun that their grandfather gave them, their dad gave them. Sure. It is just the one I, remote. I, I remember a long time ago, and this was when I used to help out at some butcher shops around the area, and watching a guy look at me and say, That's ca- 22, please, 22 can't kill a cow. And watching said people uh, pop one and watching a 1,200-pound cow hit the ground, stone grave dead, and be like, you were saying? Oh, not saying much. Well, I, I know <laughs> caliber-wise, the thirty thirty, according to uh, statistics, has taken more whitetail game out of the North American continent than any other That's cartridge about. out there. But I would have to say, <laughs> arguably, <laughs> legally, I'd, have, I'd say, I'd say, hey, argu- I'll put it out there. <laughs> I'd say, arguably, more hogs have been killed by a twenty-two than probably any other caliber out there, whether they're in a pen or whether they're captured or. Even some people that were out there uh, shoot them on private land. 22, oh, yeah. 22 mag. Uh, how many people did we meet that go out oh, and hunt Lord. hogs with 22 mags? 22. That's what my uh, grandfather carried in his truck. You know what I mean? If he ever yeah, ranch you know, gun. Yeah, you got to have it. dogs, and if he uh, you know got a, got a good one he wanted to take home, he threw it in the box, and when he got back to the house, that's what that's what he shot it with. Correct. You yeah. know what I mean? Bam. Crack done. Heard it from the house, and you knew what was done. You know what I mean? Hey, better bring Papa a knife, man, because I just heard 22 go off. We're going to be out here cleaning until 10 o'clock at night. So, well, you know you're welcome to shoot if you want to shoot. Well, yeah. that sounds like a plan. You don't have to sit over there and babysit them guns. Nobody's going to walk away from them. Well, wait, Car- Carlos is here. Carlos's somewhere. gun loves to shoot clay pigeons. <laughs> it does. What did you bring? Did you bring the Beretta? You even wore the hat. Oh, I should have known. He doesn't go out without his sponsorship clothing on. You know that he's loaded the gear if he has he has thermocells with him because he'll have his thermocell hat on. Well, he's so going to love it when I break out the Remington box. Yeah, he's, so today he's shooting, showing up with the Beretta, so he has to have the Beretta hat on. There you go. Do you have the Beretta yeah, shooting be vest, day. too? No. Oh, it just worked out that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that's how it hey, works. Now, now. When, He's the kind of guy that we know that when he buys a, a shotgun, he goes, do I get a free hat with that? Yeah. Or some stickers. Do I get a sticker or do, is there a, wait, a keychain? We're, we're going to get to station four and he's going to have a different hat on. We're going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> switch, switch it out for the Fiocchi. Maybe I'll get a free case. Yeah, it's all good. Well, we had to take a break. Dylan, thanks for hanging out with us. If you got to go, do you got to go? You want to stay? What do you want to hey, do? No, I'm, I'm going to go get ready and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get out there. It's a beautiful day. All right. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are here at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. You got time to get out here and get in on the raffle. Maybe win yourself a nice little Beretta or a Keltec or a Glock or 
uh, TriStar, it's all good. It's all right here at the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are out here at the uh, Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Focus. Dylan's running around. He said he was going to shoot. He said he was going to stay and shoot. So you got yours, your fourth right there. Yep. Now that Nick bailed on us, it's all good. And Carlos has finally showed up. He had to uh, battle, uh, you know, uh, scary people at the gas station, uh, dog leavings in his driveway. It's just been a hectic, hectic morning for poor Carlos. I can't believe you made it here in one piece. I made it, man. I made it. Did you uh, Did you take out any rabbits on your way in? No, you took care of that. I heard it on the radio. What'd you do? I it all the way down here and then jumped down on 39, come the uh, back way? How'd you uh, get here? Back roads. Back roads? Yeah. What back roads? Uh, 640, I think. For all it's the scary. way from your house. It, it yeah. scared me how detailed you want everybody to tell everybody their travel routes. Well, because I'm trying to figure well, out the fastest way I, to get out of here. If, and get I were, Car- <laughs> if I were Carlos from his house, he would come straight down 37. Yeah. He would turn around, get down, what did you say, about 640, like you said, 640 yeah. come right across into uh, Lithia Pinecrest area. And that's it. Mosaic, and boom, I'm here. There you go. See? That's a little more detailed than him going, you, all right, this came down 465. You're trying to find the fastest way to work is what you're trying to find. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the fastest way to get back, so it's all good. The, I'm not the, going back across you the gotta Skyway. you got to understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a zippity-doo-doo. Yeah, so you, you mean we're not going to have you go 48? No. Our team? Oh, no, man. no, no, 48. Hey. 48 out of 50, like two years ago that I was here. Uh, I think it was more like 50 out of 50-something. We were pretty close that one year. It was like. Of course, all the ringers with with all those guys, this, the mulligans. Ain't gonna happen. To I hate me. that. I hate that. Me neither. But uh, Bill, I'm not a big Bill, fan of them. Bill usually beats me by a shell or two, you know, with my shotgun. Right. Well, Glenn's not here, so we all stand a chance. Oh, what does he use? That old shotgun? He's got that. No, he remember he got himself. He won that uh, uh, Charles Daly, and so uh, that became his uh, his sporty. Well, class. he doesn't God. miss with that other one. Well, the J.C. Higgins. Gotcha. That's the one. Well. For people, Glenn, I'm sure, is up uh, in Georgia. Deer season starting up there. Yep. Yep. Anybody looking to go up there? Remember, FWC's executive order from last year is still in place, which means there's transport document requirements, which means if you're going to bring your deer back here, you have all the disposal requirements. Um, you have to notify them. You have to have that transfer document. It, it's it's crazy what child firstborn. Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. Security blah, number. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's amazing how many people still don't know that that is in existence. I mean, uh, looking at social media this past week, how many people that we do know that are up in Georgia? They're either up there getting ready to hunt or they're getting ready to get stuff done. Uh, you Download know, the app. The Davenports, all that, they're all up there getting, yeah, still working my, on my their bu- stuff. My buddy Will Sullivan's up there. Yes, he is. He's up there, too. Yeah, yeah he's and, up there. And uh, I remember when they did the announcement last year, and I was talking to a few guys who came back and showed me pictures, and I said, did you do your uh, paperwork and all that stuff for those deer bringing in? What are you talking about? <laughs> it was like, well, you know, you got to do this, 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 and this. When did that happen? 
Well, it passed about two with weeks ago. With the stroke ago, of so. a pen? With the stroke of a pen. <laughs> hey, man, you don't listen to the show? That's well, what you should have said. Well, th- <laughs> like anything, I think the vast majority of people are, are learning by word of mouth, and that's why we told everybody last year, if you know somebody who hunts in Georgia or Alabama or any of that stuff along that area, you need to let them know that they got to go through the hoops. Because you know what? Inevitably, uh, as we talked about, who's going to do the pullover? Who's going to pull somebody over and do the inspection? Who's going to do that? They should print that on the license or hand out something when you get your license. Or when you go to renew it. Well, you know? they do, a, lot of, a lot of people who are in Georgia never buy a Florida license yep. anymore. They're done with Florida. They have yep. given up on the state of Florida, which is a shame because there's some really decent I mean, I won't call it great, but there's some decent deer hunting here. Whoa, in the whoa, state whoa, whoa, whoa. Settle down there, Skippy. Why come here to deer hunt if you could be in, in, in Georgia? Seriously. Okay, well, you ever been to Gainesville? You ever been to Gainesville, Georgia? How many how many does can you take, and what is your restriction I on shooting a doe here for somebody who wants to fill their freezer up? I do. What, what, is, it, what yes, is your option? Freezers ain't that big, oh. man. Huh? Freezers ain't that big. Oh, well, you're talking well, not about everybody, well, not everybody has an eight footer in their garage. Okay. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Come on. You're talking about quality of deer versus management oh, no, practices. No, yes, no, no, I agree with the fact that they about should have four who wants to hunt a deer. And I kill agree with deer. Bill George on that one. I mean, uh, if you want to go out and be able to shoot ten does. You can't do it here, bro. No, yeah. Ain't no way. You're preaching to the choir. Trust me. I just filled out all my stuff. You'll be lucky if you see ten. Well, I mean, there's areas where there that's all you see is yeah. 10 or more. Trust or, me, but, I understand because we just filled out all of our tax stuff for our properties to try to get doe tax. So I get exactly what you're saying. What do you mean, man- management tax? Yes. Like to take Nuisance, some out? Nuisance, all that other happy stuff. You know, so, when you're a landowner, well, when you get I, to do when, I, when I was hunting in uh, Oklahoma, my, my I happened to be there. I was very lucky because when, when you buy a license, you get a, a, a buck tag and a doe tag. So... I shot my buck the first day and um, shot a doe that evening. And then the next morning was a Saturday. Yes. And in the mail, he received 60 doe tags. And yeah. I was there, and he was like, hey, you want to shoot a couple of does for me? Oh, yeah. You know me. I'm all about that. I was like, huh? How many? Yeah. And I shot three more. Yeah. That was a great trip, man. Five, I drove all the way up there. I drove all the <laughs> way up to Georgia. Steve and I, one time, we got invited to go up. Uh, they had a mean, new lease, and they had a. He was still friends with you after you took that deer that time, uh, where you were sitting yeah, there for yeah, fifteen we minutes. Ones. Yeah, we were still. <laughs> but we uh, we drove all the way up to Georgia because they wanted. Uh, they brought all the family in to cull out a bunch of does out of there, and I said, "Count me in." And uh, I mean, I think we came back with like four four you, does apiece. You, you wow. guys know it just like I do. The people that we have fortune had the good fortune to meet over the years. That can't find people t- that will shoot those. I, that's crazy to Dude, me. I've had give them my number. That I've had exactly. Give them my hey, house number. Give them my hey. cell number. Give them my email. But give them everything. How many times have we been in the yeah, shop really. and had that conversation with people, guys who are trying to manage their property, and people sit whoa, there? Whoa, 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 whoa! Manage? Yes. You're not managing. Listen. Call eight six three. No. Yeah. Mani- <laughs> they're managing their property you, as you, best they you can. Can't manage. A small piece of property. If you're well, Deseret, these people I'm talking about, if ain't you're got a Deseret and the big Mormon properties and this and that, the big like seat, you have the chance to manage something. But well, yeah, but those guys, acres, but those guys, acres, you're not managing. Those guys don't manage. They're all cattle guys, and they have that "don't shoot my cows" mentality. 
that's the way you look at it. That's my baby makers. That, you know, that's out there. They're making babies. The more does I have, the more babies on the ground. I'm like, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. As a matter of fact, it makes it even worse because your your fawn production goes down. When there's big herds of does, no, you're nature, all, they're all fight. The thing about it is, nature, is they're all nature works itself for food. out. Yeah, yeah the they're fighting for food. If there's not abundance of food, then they don't drop as many uh, fawns. Well, uh, it's, it's it doesn't work that way. Glenn did text. He does have his uh, paperwork. He's all he's yeah. He all said legal. he was listening. He's all legal and ready. He's up in a tree. He says now that the uh, deer will just cooperate, <laughs> make yeah. it a lot easier. So hope, hopefully, uh, I wonder what well, the temperature is up there I this guess morning. He, he has a signal, I guess. No, he's probably listening on, on his phone. He's listening online. Yeah. But I, I was wondering because um, who was up there the other day up around Tallahassee and said it was like fifty something degrees. It was really nice in the morning. The only, the only one I know lives up there is Tony Young. Yeah. Well, we were up there the other day. Up there the other day checking on things and all that. It was stayed in the seventies. Of course, it was raining the whole yeah. time, but that was it was nice, especially uh, with it having an AC problem in the house. Well, people, people. For alligator hunting, everybody's like, man, I'm, I, I want to get it done before the cool weather gets here. And I'm like, man, I'm waiting for the cool weather. I, I'm all I want about the big cool boys weather. to come out in the middle of the, uh, out in the, middle of the lake. Yeah, <laughs> Glenn takes it back, 68. Glenn's got to update. 68, that's you, not bad. You started off with a pretty good season. Well, oh, he's been killing them gators, all. Man, I, I, you should have heard what I asked him this morning. I'm like, are you, like, peeing a pheromone, or what are you doing? No, no. It's the stupid shirts he wears. Yeah. Look at that blood red Magnum P.I. Hawaiian shirt he's wearing. That draws him in. Uh, at night, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's because he's always he's packing the boat with Lucky Charms. He brought his uh, daughter on the first one. They cleaned house. Then he brought uh, the little girl and her dad out there. What was her name? Ash. What's her name? Addison. Addison. I don't know. The and little pulled girl. out two 11-footers. Yeah, seriously. And she turned 11 that day. She'll never forget that. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah. It's took her my, birthday. Took my stepdaughter out there, Mac. She got her first one. There you go. I think it works harder when he's got kids on the boats when it's oh, got big, fat adults standing out there going, man, I don't want that thing. It's only seven feet long. We need to get my – Bill Broad, we need to get my daughter out there. She's the last yeah. holdout. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all I know is is that the the seven and the eight that we got, we darn sure put in the work for them. So. Oh, yeah. And well, uh, what was uh, Courtney's? La- last year, 13-foot. Yeah, 13 13 That's what I'm saying. He wow. get, to get them girls out well, there. He, he works harder. They're all yeah. lucky charms. He put yeah. my wife on a, what was it, 9-6? Yeah, 9-6. Yeah, he's a good alligator. Well, she yeah. doesn't want anything bigger than that. Oh, no. Now she's like, I want it. Over 10. Got to be over 10. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I don't even have a 10. I mean, Eric's killed like three. That's why you four. go ahead, That's why you go ahead and buy the big diamond. Right on. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just going to upgrade in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, I came to work and I saw Bethany's bring. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, but then then they find out it's cubic zirconia. <laughs> Still looks pretty. Hey, don't it's it's don't shiny. Don't zoom that. that it's shiny. <laughs> Are you thinking about going this weekend, or uh, yeah. you had that stupid I, grin on your face? That uh, usually s- means you're up to something. I'm supposed to be on the water tonight, helping out. Yeah, we'll helping see if out. the we'll helping see. out, <laughs> helping out. Are you taking your boat to help no, out? No, no, I'm jumping <gasps> on the boat with uh, Bill George Consulting, yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike, and that. Uh, but he's not a guide. Okay, he's a no, consultant. No, no. He's, he's not a guide. No, <laughs> so you, you know, know what the difference between me and a guide is? A guy gets paid. It's paid. <laughs> oh, you get paid. No. You get paid in memories. Memories. I get I get to be Yeah, but you su- you'd be surprised how many people are freaking cheap. 
is 50 bucks for no, gas there's, or your there's time. There's people who do it. I wouldn't. I turn it down. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I'd just drop it in your boat and leave. I mean, that's what they should do. You know what I mean? And then but, he picks it up because he thinks it's paper and throws no, it away. Take care, no, hey. no, they don't drop it. Hey, we take <laughs> yeah. care of Bill. We take yeah. care of Bill. No, so, a, where, well, where is this uh, reunion supposed to take place? Tonight? Go, yeah. tonight so secret Hancock. Lake. Oh, Hancock. his favorite lake, Hancock. That is well, my, we'll see. That's the my wind, favorite, too. It all though. depends on what the winds are. I met, uh, I met two people that had tags for Hancock. It's like, and the one guy had. Between all the family members, I think they had six tags for Hancock. That ain't right. You see, I didn't get any this what? year, which is a damn shame. Put in for next hey, year. That's my favorite. But uh, hey, he, he was telling me that he saw a couple of uh, some big boys that are still out. I said, dude, oh, no. is it not big pick clean already? He's like, no, we were out last weekend. I asked There's him a couple the of big boys out there. I asked there. him the same thing. I mean, we, we I, I think we've taken at least four. Out of there are over 10. So, you know, and then they're constantly taking 11s and, you know, 12. He said there are plenty. And they just keep re- regenerating, I guess. One leaves, another one moves right in. Yes. Well, there's a number of places. There's uh, at Hancock in particular. There's a county park that's just on the north hey, side. Let's not talk about it too much anymore because then there are going to be more people putting in for it. Too late. Yep. Damn. So there's a county park, which is an endless supply of big gators coming in, and then mosaics, phosphate pits that they turn around won't let people in. There's gators that come out of there. So there's a oh. decent number of gators. Oh. So we know where you're going to be. There's the music. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live out here at Fish Hawk Sporting Clays. We're brought to you by our good friends over there, Brandon Ford. We hope you'll come out and join us today. Folks are showing up. It's all getting ready to get down and get dirty. It is the big and wild. We'll be back. Here, here, here. Wolf them down, boys. We We're go back. Hot. We got two anacondas sitting in front of us right now, uh-huh. swallowing small varmints. I'm going to have to stop chewing. <clears throat> Big and wild outdoors. We are out at the uh, Fishhawk Sporting Clays, watching everybody unload all the uh, war wagons. Everybody loading up, getting ready to go, getting ready to hit the uh, links out there, the trap areas, and go out and say the word pull about 960,000 times. I always love you could tell the people who like to shoot sporting clays a lot because then you see their side-by-sides back off, and all of a sudden it's like they look like they're going to war. you got about 10 shotguns on this side. you got 10 <laughs> shotguns on this side. You could, tell, you could tell by the shirt, the yeah. ear protection, the eye protection, you already know. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean. Or vast or whatever. Well, no, what I'm saying by that is, is then you go up and ask them, you're like, Okay, you've got one, two, there's four of you on a team, and you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Twelve shotguns. Twelve shotguns. Yeah. Well, this one's for rabbits. This one's for yeah, the teal. shots. Yeah. This one's for well, it's, it's the really, uh, oh, golf with shotguns so for like a lot golf, of people. Yeah, they, they yeah. have a – God bless America. Yeah, yeah it is. They I have mean, a golf bag with 10, hey, 12 shotguns I, in it. I sure, Adam. why not? I mean, uh, that's why they flew us all the way out to California was for gun golf. I ain't mad that's at them. That's why we were there. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, some alligator hunting, and Bill George is planning on going out. And, you know, I got a question for you. A guy um, that came in, he was one of the Hancock guys, he said that his brother or brother-in-law or somebody had a county 
tag, but it didn't kick in till today, till the 12th. It did. What does that mean? It probably does not kick back in. It, he had one of the early weeks. He must have had one of the early weeks of the hunt. Right. And starting tonight at 5 p.m., anybody who had tags throughout the season, those tags become valid again at 5 p.m. Now, would that help? Because you mentioned before on <clears throat> at Hancock that there's one area over there that's by the county park. Does that help you to have a county tag, or could you just go over there with a regular gator hunting tag? Well, you, you don't have uh, good means of access to hunt the county park area. There is some stuff in there that I would call summer submerged. You don't have good means of access. They close the park down. There's no roads going to where you need to go if you were within the park. So how would you get in there? Kayak, canoe, airboat? What? Oh, wow. What? Stop putting him on the spot. We'll avoid that park. Can you walk in with stilts? I mean, what? Help Uh, me here. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could. Yeah? I'm also sure that you'd spend... uh, a bit of time trying to sort things out with a law enforcement officer. There's a guy in a brown shirt that would probably want to talk to you. And, but and if it's legal, uh, what, I mean, all you can do it, is give them uh, the legalities of it, and there's not much. If it's legal, legal, what, what can it, they do? It all has to do with what people perceive as legal and how much time you, you might be detained while you try to Explain. Work, work things through the system. Ah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, have your there, lawyer on there, speed dial, is that what you're trying to say? There is a lot better, I shouldn't say a lot better places, there's a lot easier places to gain access to than that particular park. Yeah, but you just said that there's like some monster gators in oh, there, yeah. so why wouldn't you make the effort? I mean, it's like there's other places, yeah, wow, let's fill the boat with four-footers, Woohoo! <laughs> now, there's an area over there where they have one of those, you know, those yellow floating, whatever it yeah. is, I don't know. And you're, not, and you're not allowed to go beyond that. And you always see big gators right over the... Why aren't you allowed to go line? in there? Well, there's some... Um, there's also, in, in what Carlos is speaking to, is uh, the pits that Swift Mud owns. Uh, it oh, was mine land. Swift Mud. It, right into you. It was, it was mine land, which means it is not sovereign submerged lands. And it's man-made. It's man-made. And so they, when when... At one point, pointed out you could hunt it under a pole cat. Out a cow, literally, and insisted that nobody else be able to go back in there um, and hunt. Except, even, except even guys, though, are, even though I can drive a you know twenty-five foot boat up in there, you know they don't want you taking well, their alligators. There's huge gators in there. Well, why don't That's you just where they take and make from. the world's largest swimming raccoon bait? And you know, stay on one side of it and pitch that over the thing, and just reel it in. What? I'm fishing. After it ain't my fault. The alligators chasing the bait over a line. Top water. After somebody turned around. Am I right, legal department? Chicken. You, you're chicken. chicken. That chicken. You, you I, turn around at one point. I'll play your game. After you can't do that. People have said. Run the boat up in there and chase them out. <laughs> it's literally that's what you see. I mean, but you non-sanctioned could, advisement. Well, you could stay outside of the boundary area, that that floaty pool thing that goes oh, yeah. across there, and uh, you could 
Uh, you could bait there. I mean, you could put floated I long out never there. Bait, I would never bait in Hancock. I mean, you could, and you could yeah. also call. I mean, you could put a, a baby call out there, draw them out in that area, and all you got to do is draw them across the line, and it's all good. I mean, it's no different than putting <laughs> a feeder on the next a, to a management almost, area. It's almost like they know they don't they don't really cross it, that unless it's it is amazing. This is the part that's amazing. I can interact with an alligator 300 yards from that opening in the lake, and he's going to run full speed and to he knows. get back across that. And they know. And they know. They know. I watch every year. Believe me, every year you talk about it with alligators. Every year when I go to New Mexico with elk, guess what? Them big bulls know exactly where that fence line is. That they know that they're on the reservation. That they're fine, and they jump that fence and stand there going, <laughs> "You can't shoot well, me." Well, <laughs> the, the thing is, one thing we found this year with Belinda's tag. Is Belinda's tag was missing an insert in it. I just want to let people know that, from what I'm gathering after talking to some people, is a big issue within the state this year. Well, now, let me ask you something. Because when I posted your stuff in a couple of alligator groups, of course, the snarky remarks started with, well, you can't find any super glue. I would have stopped and got some JB Weld. I would have done all that stuff and all that other thing. And I did not have time to sit there and explain to each one of those people that the reason why you did what you did, at least on my part guessing, is that what that that is very suspicious. And what does that tell the FWC or anybody else that's doing the, the if it comes undone that you killed another gator. You could have killed another gator, pull it off, and said, Oh well, you know, my tag was broke and uh, you know, though this is the gator that it goes with and da 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 da. The convenient and excuse. The, the convenient excuse. The thing excuse. is that's there what, wasn't even an insert to glue back in. The insert was completely gone. The locking mechanism was completely missing out of the inside of that tag. Right. I mean, and, and it does, it's not legal if you tied it together it, or glued it together or did any of that it other is, stuff. It is, by the letter of the law, it is not legal. And if I turn around and I make a modification to that tag, that is a violation. So unless I have something that says, Bill, take some Gorilla Glue and put it together and we're not going to send you a tag, but in years past, they have sent replacement the, tags the, the main thing is and everybody needs to realize this don't as nick would say if he was sitting here don't make an fwc officer do their job now i i turned around but I, how did you notice did you did you go to snap it in yeah I went, it was the first tag that we went to snap and of course you hook it i went to click it and it opened right back up you go to click so it again. So basically what we're telling the listeners is check, just look inside, check your tags. Yes. Because if that was your second gator, that, now, that you got an issue was my first. now you got an issue. It's you know? like you were talking earlier about the doe tags. When I get the doe tags for the properties, that's the first thing I do is pull them out of the package and make sure that all the snap-ins are on them and everything else. Well, so they don't use metal ones uh, for deer listen, anymore? Man, for I, the, no. oh, on, the, same thing. on the property, it's a little I, different. I, you know? I, I, for for Officer can go anywhere. Right now, but, you know, listen, I, I, property don't mean not. I've been running around a few here, and they do things a little different. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah, they cross the fence, yeah, and they walk you, uh, 500 you yards to go check your fishing license. you got one, one tag that's not working, they don't need more. get your alligator license, the tags are stapled to the piece of paper with the numbers showing out. You always check your numbers. But 
very seldom do I pull those off the paper and look behind it before yes. I go to eat in it. We're going to take a break. It is a big and wild outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We're at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Crowd's getting bigger. It's going to be fun. We hope you get here. We'll be back. It's Big and Wild Outdoors. Raid Gun, Bill George, Johnson Swindle. Carlos Lopez! Thank you, everybody. He made it. He drove all the way over here. And uh, some crazy man decided to take Bill George's spot. Who are you and what are you doing here, sir? Crazy. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting abused down here, guys. Well, welcome into the show. That's how it goes. We haven't even started shooting yet. Hey, guys, this is uh, Tracy Grebert. I'm with Hunters for the Hungry. No way. You're the same guy we talked to last week on the show? Lord have mercy on me, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you're, I know you said you were going to come out. Uh, are you going to shoot today? You brought the whole crew. I got the boys out here shooting today. Angie and I are going to mingle and talk to folks and uh, kind of get everybody introduced to uh, Florida Hunters for the Hungry and some of the projects that we're working on and um, hopefully be able to uh, network a little bit down here. And then I guess I'm going to take you up for shooting maybe later this afternoon. We'll see what happens. Well, you, you got plenty of opportunities to get out there and go mess around. I know we were talking to Dennis during the first hour and, you know, him teaming up with you and all that kind of good stuff. You can't go wrong with that. That man works like a crazy man. And, uh, you know, getting involved with him and Trinity Sportsman's Ministry is probably a good move on your part. And uh, it's a good thing. I mean, as I told you last week when we spoke briefly that, you know, Hunters for the Hungry has tried to get started, I think, a couple of times here with some private people, and it never just seemed to pan out. I mean, it really, it, it just seemed to be a struggle to try to get Florida hunters to donate game. Well, well I th and I think there's a miscon like like we talked a little bit about before i think there's a misconception about um, the type of game that can be donated and and the amount of game that florida has to offer and i think a lot of folks obviously want to go up north i mean i'm from virginia uh you know we harvest uh, pretty big deer there and as you go more north and west you you get bigger and bigger uh, but the opportunities for florida hunters down here <coughs> to hunt locally in the state I think are becoming uh, more well-known, and I think people are uh, really uh, liking the fact that they can zero in on different places to hunt and uh, maybe take advantage of the deprivation permits, which are the kill permits, uh, to protect a lot of our um, uh, different uh, farms that are growing uh, fruits, vegetables, whatever the deer you know plan on eating, or, or the hogs. We, we do have a definite hog situation down here, which I'm not used to from up north. And uh, these animals uh, can be actually donated. We can pay for the processing. 
and have those processors get it out to the different pantries. And I think I told you a little bit about Panama City uh, being open with uh, a former recognized biologist, uh, Mr. Steve Shea, um, and then uh, also uh, Jacksonville area um, with with Mark Jackson. So these are two areas that you know we're expanding on. I'm taking the 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 Tampa area and hopefully working with you guys to get the word out <clears throat> and uh, find some processors, uh, get some uh, folks on board as far as some of the box stores on board supporting us like they did up in Virginia. And I, I think that's the key is just getting the word out to people. And I think once people realize who we are on a national level um, and what we've done down here in Florida, I mean, obviously coming from Virginia, I know how the program works. And I don't see any reason why I can't work bigger and better here in Florida than any other place. Well, and I, I agree because uh, we've, we've said this on the show. We've had this conversation with guys out in Texas and Louisiana and other places. Uh, you know, they call Louisiana the sportsman's paradise, and I said that that's not right because we literally can hunt in the state of Florida all year round. There is never an end to the hunting season here in the state of well, Florida. We've got the longest deer season right now going. Well, you, you not only got deer season, but you got hogs all year round. Yep. You got, uh, you know, duck is coming up, doves coming up here at the end of the month. I mean, literally all year round, every month, somebody is hunting somewhere, doing now, something. You're running dogs at night, or the deer season starting at the end of July. Now, and one thing I had question that I had and last week, I was going to ask this, wait until this week. You talk with like the processing side of it. I know that there are. Like for myself, we were talking about this earlier. There's still some of the the mom and pop processors and people like that, and then we still obviously have owls and people like that that do the wild game processing. Is there something for somebody if they wanted to get involved with this as a processor on that side of it? Is there a way that they can do that, or are you yeah. looking for already established people? Well. Let me say this, Virginia, and I look at Virginia as my platform to be able to come down here and build in Florida. And I started in this program as one of those guys, one of those small processors. And myself and the two boys, I mean, we ended up processing just under 200 deer the last year that we left. That's just the four of us. Now, my thought process is down here is that anybody who wants to get involved that can process and package it, in other words, grind it up into uh, one and a half to two pound, what we call Jimmy Dean sausage rolls, and do it efficiently and effectively and freeze it and accept the, the, the uh, um, uh, pantry or church or organization coming and picking it up, I think that's how we get our backbone built is through oh, that. Yeah. And then eventually what happens is we expand from there. There are some, I guess, some loopholes and and things uh, from what I can see uh, in Florida that will allow us to do that. If if loophole is the the right word, I don't know if it is. But right now I think that um, you're not going to stop people from doing the right thing. And I think that that's how we guide ourselves as Christians and as sportsmen and as hunters. We're doing the right thing by trying to get out there and feed protein to people that need it. It's yeah. it's needed. So well, this yeah, been, I want you to call me. This has been needed for a long time because years ago when I was going to those ranches almost every week, I mean, we would shoot in a night sometimes 10 hogs, and we really, you know, we would take one here, one there, and we didn't have a whole lot. And I, di- I didn't like to see things lay 
So I found some Shiner people that were from, like, Cambodia and Laos, and they would take everything we would take. So we'd roll in there with a pickup truck with six hogs. I mean, I got the pictures, and they would take them all. If, if you cut the back straps out of, a, let's say, a boar, uh, they would take the, what was left. Well, yeah, everybody's and, and if, always big thing was is the had, big nasty boars. They didn't want to eat them. Exactly, and if we, you know, if we had an outlet like that, that would just be perfect. We would, you know, you just coordinate and yep. drop it off. And I mean, y'all's like you said, probably ninety-five percent of what you're looking for is ground. Just grinding it goes it up. farther, exactly, yeah. and it's not. It's easier to process. You can do it quicker, faster, and easier. And being that I've been butchering quote-unquote hunting since I was 16 and, and it was a family thing that you know brought up that way um, you know I really feel for and feel that the these these gentlemen that you're talking about that want to get involved uh, I think that's where we start um, the big processors um, they got devastated a lot with uh, up north a little bit more with the processing these alligators and then the the skin issue with them not being able to move the skins because a new law came in there's all these political things that seem to be in every single state but i just believe uh, wholeheartedly that you're not going to stop us because of things that are being done for the right reason oh yeah and that's where i'm at with it right now yeah. that's my resolve that's why it's going to work and I and I'm here to 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 make it work. I'm not sure if anyone's ever really officially done Hunters for the Hungry. There are other no. beautiful yeah. events no. and beautiful venues that do feed you know the the hungry through donations of game. And you know we wor- we want to work with those individuals, those companies, those organizations. Um, but isn't this the organization that Ted Nugent talks about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're everywhere. Yeah. 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 Michigan, Missouri. Yeah. They're, they're yep. everywhere. He's always advocating for that. Yep. You know, we were talking. It's not just the big states. Yeah. You know, well, all we states were talking about it this morning. And like I said, Adam Putnam's a good friend of ours and everything else. And I've talked to people like him and everything else. And the biggest thing you just hit on is. Because it's okay for you to do other things, but it's not okay for me to go out and take a animal legally that if I'm, you know, going to not end up eating it or whatever, I can't give that to somebody because, God forbid, if I give it to somebody and somebody gets sick, then you're going to have 15 lawyers standing there wanting to sue you for everything you've got. Exactly. And, and that's the sad part. I mean, that's the sad part about the world we live in right now is – you know. Everybody wants to be litigious instead of actually looking and focusing on what the good part is, and that's kind of the 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 good part about you know, uh, let's say um, you know Bill wants to process some deer and give it to his uh, charitable organization yeah. on his own private level. Well, that's that's where we go with this, and and being a nationally recognized organization for me, I. I you know, meeting with Dennis and, and Dennis, you know, working through Trinity Sportsman's uh, ministry and then introducing me to you guys because what happened was is that with all of you here today, we have instant recognition. You know what our program is. You know that Virginia mm-hmm. was one of the top four donation states uh, for Hunters for the Hungry. So I don't have to basically beat down the doors. All I need to say we're Florida Hunters for the Hungry, period, mm-hmm. end of point. Okay, so how do we build from there? Well, the name says it all. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> right. so, yeah, you know, it's pretty much. can't figure that one. Well, before we go and hit the top of the hour, uh, is it, I mean, can you still, can you do fish? You can do fowl? You can do any of that stuff? I mean, 
It's it's unlimited right now, and I and I'm I'm kind of speaking out to the Coastal Conservation Association, who has all these tournaments with fish. We got to build the network, but yeah, it's it's pretty much anything that we can donate. We my wife was just at the Veterans uh, Facility for PTSD up in uh, Dade City, and they said that the food that they've been getting has been kind of like not really good, and that's one facility that um, you know we want to support. Uh, is getting some good protein over to them, whether it's donated chickens mm-hmm. from from uh, farmers or from you know Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, or whether it's like you're talking about ducks, or you yep. know we even get alligator meat. I mean, whatever we get protein-wise, we're going to network it you know, out. You and, know who and donates a lot? There. Lakeland Bassmasters. You should contact them. Well, before we get out of here at top of the hour, how do we get uh, more information? Where do we need to go to get your um, info? I would go h4hfl.com. That's our website, uh, www.h4hfl.com. It gives us all the information. Uh, if you're listening down here, come up to me. Um, you know, Let's talk a little bit and see how we can get you involved. Uh, to help us in this project, and and I look forward to talking to everybody. Well, Trace, thanks for coming by. Go out and go play out there. They're getting ready to hit the course right now, and uh, your boys look pretty antsy over there. They're getting ready to go do some shooting. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting from Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We've got another hour to go, so don't go anywhere. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back.